1: Coming up on episode 11 of Zero Doinks. The Bears lost a tough one across the pond, and the boys are going to talk about it. They will wash away the sins of that loss with a new segment called Estrogen and Eggs, the return of Big Ten Minute, Bears Fantasy Corner, and See Me After Class. Coming up, buckle up, this is going to be a bumpy ride. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Zero doinks. Zero Doinks! Boom, 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 boom. Episode eleven. Zero doinks. Oh man, a rough one on Sunday in London. That was, that was painful. What do you think, Dan? How how'd you? How were you feeling the day after that loss?
2: Uh, I I still feel gross. It just was a like a just a awful gross performance by. Our beloved team, I was super happy not to have flown all seven hours. I don't know what, what the flight time is. Fly over there to see that bullshit. I mean, they were right there in it. They teased us at the end. Uh, are you buying into this idea that they were jet
1: lagged, that that was no. the biggest problem? No. no, I'm not. I think I think that's, well, I mean, we'll never know, but I feel like that's coincidental. Like that... This felt like, and I, I didn't see all of the Dolphins game last year because, you know, I was running a goddamn marathon and you were texting me about it and you gave me all the ins and outs, nerd. And uh, But this felt like that type of game without me having seen it, right? It's like that twice yearly, the defense kind of falls on its face and the offense can't quite do enough. Although obviously this time we had the backup quarterback, but I don't know. Do you think, do you think jet lag played a role? It's hard. To, we don't know, but what do you think?
2: I'll say yesterday I thought no fucking way. Like they just, we just played a shit game. That happens. But I actually went back and watched the game again today. And I, I'm start, I'm starting to buy into it a little bit, especially with our offensive and defensive line. They seemed out of it. They seemed really tired and it was, uh, you know, definitely on the defensive side, but our offensive line was, was really bad yesterday as well. So I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I think, and I didn't know this, I guess, last year when Oakland traveled to London, they went about the same time the Bears did, right? I think it was around Thursday. Um, and and uh, Gruden said he's not doing that again. And they intentionally went early because they felt they were fatigued last year. So that and just the way the, the line looked, those big, big fat slobs, I just assumed maybe it did play a part in it. I don't know. I'm I'm buying into it, it more could've. today than I was. yesterday.
1: Yeah, I get it. And yeah, it's I mean, it's not impossible to believe that that was a factor. It's I, we made fun of the Raiders last week for flying in so early and maybe they were right. Uh they did look sluggish in the first half. I mean, I don't know. I but they might have anyway, no matter what we'll never know the players are not using it as an excuse which i do appreciate neither right. is the coaching staff they're just all you know pissed off that they blew a game that they should have won and my main concern is we're going to be looking back in late december early january and thinking god damn it that that raiders game either cost us a, a wild card spot or it cost us a better seed or whatever yeah. uh, i don't know that's my main concern
2: I, i'm with you we're definitely going to look back in that one and say we we gave that one away but similar you know similar to last year we probably shouldn't have won the um cardinals game like that was another one we got sort of lucked into much like the broncos game so um i i don't know i mean our our defense looked bad but we knew that was going to happen we knew at some point the defense was going to have a rough game that definitely showed sunday yesterday but you know I, i'm the offensive line is that's definitely picking up traction and the local media and fans that that's, that's a problem. That's a big problem. Kyle long and Leno are, I don't know their liabilities at this point, especially Kyle long. I feel like Leno's getting all the heat. Cause he's got, he's got a shitload of penalties this year. Uh, eight to be in fact, to be exact, he has four holding two illegal use of hands and two false start calls. I mean, that's pretty bad. That um, then I thought back to that, bowls I think with the Broncos and he had he had like seven and just in the Bears game so at least we could feel better about that but Kyle Long he I don't know if he's still hurt or if he's just done but he gets pushed back on like every snap and that's a that's a big problem
1: yeah he doesn't look good you're right and it's it's less obvious because he's not I don't know if he's been flagged all year but certainly not lately and yeah Leno is getting all the flack and Plus, as a, an exterior lineman, of course, he's more noticeable when he's letting somebody blow past him and he's getting either called for a penalty or he's given up a sack or whatever. Right. It's it's not good either way. And I, I can only assume that pro football focus had Charles Leno at a 99 out of 100 this morning. Um, I don't know that. I don't pay for the subscription. You do. <laughs> so I rely on your knowledge. I also assume that Mitch had his best game, according to PFF, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's just just a it's just a thought yeah, that i, I actually I, I, I,
2: I do have some uh pro football focus rankings for it, but let, let's you, but let's want to jump in there later. or no okay no, okay a little later, later. Okay. Okay. That a little later. That's fine. um yeah so it just just staying with the the line play i mean there seems like be so many times that they're just caught in no man's land and when i watched it back today there's times when they're you know they're double teaming a d tackle and you know there's times when you know um you know, long or, um, you know, any of the tackle play, they need to, you know, the guard has them locked up and they need to move on to the linebacker coming up the hole. And they just seem kind of stuck. Like, they're just moving in slow motion. And I think that shows with the running game. I mean, there's no holes for Montgomery to run in. But, I, you know, Montgomery, I, I don't want to talk bad about our guy, but is he he doesn't seem to bounce anything outside. Does he have trouble moving laterally? Am I being too hard on him? I don't think it's all his fault, but I watch, I watch some of these other games back and I see similar issues with, they're just not, you know, there's not huge holes for them to run in, but I see these guys bouncing it outside or they have better vision of seeing a a hole somewhere else. He seems a little slow picking that up and I don't, I, am I being too hard on him?
1: I think yes. If, if if I were to if I were to take a vote, I'd say yes, a little too harsh, because I'm thinking back to the Redskins game when he did have a little patience bounced outside for a clutch 20 plus yarder to kind of clinch the game when when the offense was kind of struggling. Um, so I do think he has a vision. He has a patience. He's a rookie, and should he be doing a little bit better based off the pedigree that we were all believing him to have going into the season? Yes, I I think he probably should be having a better season. But I also had much bigger expectations for the offense in general and certainly the offensive line. And, he, you know, the offensive line should not get all of the blame. He should get some, Montgomery. Um, but at the same time, it he it seems like he gets no time to even make those decisions but i don't know right. it's i am uh, you know not a big offensive line research guy so i am gonna rely on you as the former division one tight end to help us out here
2: yeah i mean they're 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 blocking a shit and so you can't you can't run the ball i actually watched the saints game back and you know tampa bay both of those teams are running a lot of play action but they can do that because they can run the ball you're just not respecting the Bears at all. They can't run play action because if they they, it's not giving you any time. You're not you're not selling anything. So, you know uh, Montgomery had 25 yards yesterday on 11 carries. I mean, that's gross. That should never happen. Um, terrible. You know, terrible. It's awful. And you know, at, you know, I'll say some the good the good spots in the offense is Allen Robinson is fucking awesome. Aww. I mean. He seems to catch everything that's thrown at him. I mean, he's unbelievable. He had 97 yards and two touchdowns on seven catches. He's unbelievable. I I love that guy. And Pace, I don't think it's enough credit for smartly signing him to to a totally reasonable deal.
1: Yeah, coming off the ACL injury, now he's a full year removed from it. And he he is an absolute number one and he's still young as hell. I think he's only twenty-five or twenty-six. Yeah. So and I think his his I think it was only a three year deal, third year is next year. And I if we don't sign him to an extension, I'd be very disappointed. I think he's a guy you can rely on. And, you know, like we said, young as hell. And, and yeah, it, I totally agree whether it's Mitch or chase throwing, you know, in his general direction, I have full faith that he's going to grab it. That catch that he had when the bears were fighting out of their own, you know, like you know, within their own 10, basically. Right. Yeah. That was unbelievable. I thought he took a shot to the head. He didn't. It just seemed like it live, but the catch that he had where Gruden challenged it and Gruden lost, which was hilarious at the time. Yeah. Um, Unbelievable. I mean, there's not many guys that could make that grab, right? No, he's he's awesome. What did you uh, how did you feel about chase yesterday? Disappointing, um, but not shocking. I think if thinking back to last year, this is it, 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 like the script. We talked a little bit about this earlier today. You and I mm-hmm. off air. The script is following a little bit to last year where it's like, okay, you know, chase comes in um, does well early league catches up to him quickly exposes his limitations and it's not great. And unfortunately it was almost enough to win yesterday. Um, proved not to be, he had two interceptions, both look silly, easy for me to say he's about my height. Um, and I would have been much worse. Um, but he could have had at least one more. pick. He did have one more pick that was called back yeah. you know, due to a, due to a penalty. And he probably could have had another one. Uh, I have a hard time getting mad at him. I know a lot of Bears fans are mad, which is kind of silly. He's a backup quarterback. He did the best he could. I know this isn't you know. I don't give a medal for second place, but <laughs> I don't. I don't take it out on him. Like he's still a very good backup. But we need Mitch back to reach our full potential. That's my opinion. What say you, yeah, no. Riches? <laughs> I uh, I agree with all that. I mean, anyone who is.
2: Saying that Chase was the answer last week, just just stop it. And I know I I bought into it a little bit, and when he came into the Vikings game, but that last throw was fucking atrocious. That was horrible. I mean, there was no way, even if he, I think it was Miller. I think Miller was the the receiver he was looking to hit. Even if he was there, there were three defenders there. That was just a it was a terrible throw. It was a terrible read. That first pick he had was very much because he's a midget. Uh, little person. I don't know what's PC now. Sorry. I think it's little person. I apologize. Um, but uh, God damn. I, and I'm, I'm so, this is gonna be a long two weeks of this talk about what do we do about the quarterbacks? I mean, people talking about how we need to trade for Andy Dalton, just fucking stop it. He's gross. He's gross. Terrible. Stop it. Stop it. And, and there he was a-
1: Marvin Lewis is cream in his hair
2: he is he absolutely is just <laughs> jism in his hair <laughs> we'll just we'll just cut out the I middle heard that
1: word in a while. yeah exactly
2: but you know new picture he, you know we need mitch back and we need him yes. sooner rather than later so yes. this this bye week is definitely like we're in a good spot for injuries you know who knows akeem hicks i think yeah. i saw today that he they think he'll be back but that yes. looks really gross and what a Ugh. what a what a badass. I mean, he just sorta of, like I think you would just I would just ask you to put me down if that happened to me.
1: Oh my god. If he you dislocated your elbow, oh. I mean, my God. It you could like see it uh, I don't even want to talk about it, but you could see it moving with the yeah. instant replay. That was so oh. disgusting. You know what my favorite part about it though was um with Dick Stockton and Mark Schlereth, Dick Stockton kept saying that it was nick williams hurt on the play oh, it's like yeah. dude, all oh, that 96 is right in your face he must have said it three times that and uh i thought it was a groin injury initially yeah because uh, he looked like he grabbed the inside of his thigh but he was obviously trying to fix his elbow and, and actually probably a better injury
2: right the uh dislocated elbow you just pop it that actually down. is yeah it's a groin injury so yes slightly relieved but i I had a thought in my head just picturing him in a British hospital and him being so pissed because he can't understand anyone. They're thick British accents. I don't know why that was cracking me up. <laughs> I needed something to distract me from that horrible first half. But that was tough, and I, I wonder if that sort of just stunted the defense a bit. Like, if they, they shocked them. I don't know. They were so off. The missed tackles, What, what the hell was that?
1: Yeah, it was pretty ugly, and and the linebacking crew that was easily their worst game, especially with yeah. missed tackles. It seemed like all four of the starters. I, I mean, Mac was okay, but he was so geared up for the game that he. You know, I don't know if you have any thoughts on it, but he—it almost felt like he was kind of dingy some of the game. He was on the bike a lot, but nobody yeah, talked yeah, about it because, weird. again, Dick Stockton, Mark Schlereth—why would they have any updates on the game? Um, but it—it it just lagged. felt it weird. That whole game felt weird. Yeah, it was. Right. I don't know. He was also hurt last week, according to Dick Stockton. Right? Yeah. He said it early. He was out last yeah, week.
2: Man. They're so awful. Why? Maybe. It, all right. Is that not a gig that these announcers want? Like, why would you send those two knuckleheads to to London? Right. I, it has to be it, right? Like if they're like, hey, Joe Buck, do you want to go to London? He's like, fuck no. Send me to Dallas. I'll be I'll be in my bed in a few hours after the game, s- slapping skins <laughs> with some random chick
1: and getting some fresh hair plugs and a real bad f- new beard what a dick joe buck what see me after class oh oh pre- just well, kidding just right kidding ahead. nope no, um, nope, not there
2: yeah i mean we i guess we we came in so cocky last week that we probably deserved everything we got and you know yeah. gruden that smug fuck loved every second of it oh, i hate that so nice smug watch
3: so and
1: Schlereth was just blowing him. Did you notice that during yeah. the game? Like that is his face all the time. He came into the interview. Yeah. Like, it's like, God, get off of his newts. Get off uh, of him.
2: Yeah, that was, that was a shit game. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I hated say. it. I mean, hated it was, it. it was a horrible way to end the, you know, to go into the bye week. So we get to just stress over it for two weeks and people calling the score and, talking about how they want to try Tyler Bray and quarterback trade for Andy Dalton. I heard, uh, some Kaepernick talk as well on the radio. Um, interesting. Why can he, (laughs) he, he's been so, I mean, he was league for how many years for so long. And yep, I, I will say I'm not opposed to the thought of bringing someone else in just, just in case, but, I'm not sure any of these are great options. They're definitely not going to, they're not going to get you anywhere, but that offensive line's the biggest problem right now. So um. it
1: is, it is. I, I've got one question for you, Dan, and I'm sure you have some notes um, about the game, but did you see any random jerseys in the crowd that really made you excited? I know that's a big thing about the, uh, the, (laughs) the, the, (laughs) the London games
2: usually, right? I didn't. Did you, I mean, I, I, it sounded like there were a shitload of Bears fans, which was awesome. Yeah. But i I don't know. I was I was very angry the entire game, so i I didn't feel like I was focused very much on what what kind of jerseys are in the crowd. Anything stick out to you
1: nothing stuck out but uh, pregame i was uh, if anybody follows us at zero dunks on twitter i was asking a bunch of beat writers if they saw anything i asked jeff dickerson from espn radio who i love by the way he will never be on see me after class he's a great dude i asked him if he spotted anyone wearing the threads of one jacksonville long snapper carson tinker i was hoping that there was a carson (laughs) tinker jersey out there somewhere in europe I know I had to look that up yesterday, but it felt right. Um, um, no. And he did not respond, which is offensive. Come on, Jeff, get on your Twitter game. Uh, no, I did not say anything great. I did see a smattering of random jerseys, which made me laugh, but yeah, uh, it looked like, like you said, looked like a ton of bears fans that it, it, it kind of, I don't know about you, but when I was watching, like it felt like a big game because it was yeah. you know, an incredible stadium, you know, Europe, yeah. a lot of focus on the game. And it I was like flash forwarding to if the Bears were in the Super Bowl and oh. I and it made me it made me irpy because I thought, God damn it. Like I was picturing the defense showing up flat for some reason to the Super Bowl, which I wouldn't expect that they would, but it, it gave me that vibe like, Ugh, you know, God, it's like we were not ready for prime time yesterday. Yeah, I guess is my point. All.
2: No, but those those games happen, I guess, but what can you do? We're still three and two. I do have some other notes from the random notes from watching the game yesterday. Hit me, hit me uh, right um, across the bow. The first one, I, I think we were texting about it. Why it seemed like the refs were taken forever in oh. between, in between plays and uh, penalties, even coming out of timeouts, it felt like there was a delay. And I don't know if that was stadium related or somewhat, you know, they're thinking of soccer. We're just gonna keep the clock running. I don't know what what that was, but it uh, it leads me to my second part. You know, refs. All these refs wear microphones now. Uh, what are those for? They still meet for every penalty. Mm-hmm. What do they use mics for?
1: You know, <laughs> I'm not sure. I hadn't thought of it that way, but I I did. I didn't notice all the conferencing yesterday. It was driving me crazy. I feel like the game could have been 20 minutes shorter if somebody made a goddamn decision on a flag that they threw. Right. Why do they have to talk about it all the time? There was that one guy with with bottleneck glasses that reminded me of me because I've had four eyes since I was eight. And I was like, God, that guy always seemed to be in the middle of the mess trying to talk somebody out of a flag that they threw, driving me crazy. And <laughs> I hated it. I just coughed for the first time in zero noise. I just coughed. But I hated it. I hated it.
2: That was that drove me nuts. Um all right, here's my other note. There's apparently a show on Fox called 911. Uh are you familiar with it? I they kept seeing the commercials nope. for it. Um it. it it stressed me out every time. There was one where apparently all of California is flooding. Like everyone's right. just underwater and they're looking for a child, and these guys anxiously holding some Not swim that. goggles. Uh, but there was one where it was like a cop pinned under a car, his arm was, and he's like, "You're gonna have to cut it off." Uh, it's like the last thing I needed to see while the Bears couldn't stop the fucking run in the first half is some guy asking to get his arm amputated Ugh. in the middle of a California highway. Um, didn't like that at all.
1: It is no, it's one thirty on a Sunday. Get out of here, Fox!
2: Here. Jesus Christ! My children are watching this. Uh, the. <laughs> The last one, and I, I hope that you caught this conversation. It was coming in from a timeout, and they were teasing the show, Masked Singer. I don't know if we've talked about this before on this—not
1: the show, but no, uh, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm all ears. So Schlereth went on and on about how good the show is, and he only knows that because his granddaughter watches it. And it was just an awful conversation. Like clearly, neither one of them have ever seen it, but they were playing it up like they had and Stockton came in over the top with the last one Did she watch the show with the mask on
1: oh god that is no I missed this it was I totally missed it it, was, it was, was probably my I was wrangling my kids so I hate noon games because my two young children are all over me and uh, yeah. uh Kristen Doink who the audience will meet later in the show maybe spoiler alert um It was, uh, yeah, an awful experience trying to watch that game with with kids around. I totally miss that. Dick Stockton is so weird. Does Dick Stockton have great, great grandkids, by the way, do you think? I can't believe Mark Schlereth is a grandpa.
2: Oh, well, I'm trying to picture Dick Stockton having any children because that means he would have slept with a woman. Who's doing that?
1: that? Oh, yeah, seriously. Probably... uh... (laughs) a. Yeah, one of the Ramones from the uh, Cleveland Hall of Fame, Cleveland Music Hall (laughs) of Fame, (laughs) right? It's got. I don't think there's a woman in the band, but you know, you catch my drift. I guess. Yeah, I got you. Weird. I got you. Hard to say. What else? What other notes are in your Uh, your, uh, notebook? I had one other.
2: um, There's a. I didn't. I don't remember who it is. There's a number seventy-one on the Bears. He had a huge holding call in the fourth quarter. But Israel Adonage. That's all I can think of. It's Israel Adonage. I feel like we should just retire his number because it's just weird <laughs> to see a defensive player out there. And it kind of goes back to I we a long time ago we we're talking about Briggs, right? Someone's yep. Who, who's yes. number fifty five? Is that
1: Waters? Not, uh,
2: no. <laughs> I think like it, my it might be James Woods.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> i think it's
1: woods it's the and then thing. 33 duke Shelley instead of peanut right yes
2: like it's okay if they're on the other side of the ball but i i'm too dumb to see number 71 out there as a d tackle and be like adonijah is back holy shit so um that's it those are all the notes i had a gross game um and it's it's rough gross. going into the bye week here but I uh, I took down uh, took down some notes here on where things stand going into the bye week. If you want to
4: chit chat about it.
2: that, I'm in. So I'm mostly just running through just the the concerns on the offensive side. Like I think the defense is going to be fine. Biggest thing there is going to be injuries. Really, Fixes is dinged up. froquan just takes a sabbatical again, uh, but otherwise. The defense is, is it's going to be fucking awesome. Anyone freaking out today, just, just stop it. They were jet lagged. Um, So I, I have, I have four offensive concerns here. One of them we already sort of covered was with Montgomery. My, my question was, is he, is he actually good? This is a total anger panic moment. I think um, he is. I truly I, do. I think he is too. And I don't think it's all his fault. Uh, Pro Football Focus has him as the forty-fourth ranked running back. I don't know what goes into that. And, and, and Pro football focus. I feel like they're not good with any of the skill positions, but I think they give you a good gauge with some of the line play, I think.
1: Well that, I, you might want to dig a little deeper with the embarrassed offensive right. line play. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how they've ranked him. The well that was that
2: was one of them. Uh the other one is uh well this goes this goes back to what I was saying with the skill players. Uh the quarterbacks stink. That's just that's just flat out. The quarterbacks stink, but pro football yeah. focus somehow has uh Chase Daniels the 17th ranked quarterback in the league. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> oh. Are you this is so, so he'd be in like that so middle tier that we were talking point. about preseason, right? Yeah, it's like, awful. Um uh, uh
2: this won't shock you. Uh our our tight ends are completely irrelevant at this point. They have in total, they have 23 receptions for tight ends. Burton leads with 11, no touchdowns, 154 total yards receiving, which is 15% of our passing yards. Uh, just I was just curious in comparison, the Chiefs obviously have a great tight end, Kelsey. They, he accounts for 20, they, not just him, the, the, all of their tight ends account for 25% of passing yards. That's what you need to do. You need to be balanced, right? The Eagles' uh, tight ends account for thirty percent pa- of their passing yards, so like that's how the numbers should fall. It should be majority wide receivers. The running backs should just get some of that action. Definitely in our offense, that should work that way. And then, uh, and then the tight ends should be a pretty good balance. So that's that's bullshit, and that's just purely because we don't have we don't have shit there. We just don't have uh, talent there.
1: That's a great find But, Yeah, if if we're gonna if we're supposed to be closest to either kansas city or philly's offensive mindset and we're 10 right. at least behind the ball in in, yeah. in tight end play great job wow dan doinks i'm impressed yeah. that is a, that's a good find and well, and part of the problem well, it
2: troubles me yeah well it troubles me we brought in that holtz guy what week three something like that and he's getting he's getting a lot of snaps like they're just you can t- it, it. It's telling that they're like, yeah, we're we're kind of fucked at that position. I mean, I know that's a part of Burton being hurt, but now that he's back and he's still getting some play, that's a problem. Um, I feel like that's a lot less Broniker too lately. Is he even on the team anymore? I haven't really seen him. Uh, he's still on the roster. I know Saul. They keep <laughs> they keep uh, <laughs> off and on I'm off and and yeah, on. Yeah, uh, nobody's shocked by that. But Pro Football Focus has Burton forty fifth in the tight end rankings. Gross but somehow Shaheen is 34th.
1: Oh my no, god, stop it. Uh, this is I love I love this so much. Uh. uh
2: all right. So offensive line is the this is the last one here is huge issue. As I mentioned earlier, Leno has eight penalties. Um Kyle Long just looks real slow. He's getting pushed around a lot. It, which sucks. I like Kyle Long. I want him to be okay. I want him to be what he was, but I'm not sure it's it's there. So uh pro football focus has uh Daniels, uh 16th ranked center in the league. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't he know. Seems, he yeah. seems okay. He doesn't seem to be a problem. Cody yeah. Whitehair is our highest ranked lineman. He's 15th for guards. And long is 67th. He's like oh, near God. bottom. Um Massey is 40th ranked tackle. Not great, but sort of yeah. right yeah, right in the middle-ish. And then Leno is sixty first. So that sounds about
1: I, right, actually, what, for yeah, all of them.
2: So that's yeah. what makes me think that they actually, you know, kind of have it right on the on the non skill players. But yeah, yeah. So those are just some of my thoughts. Anything I'm missing there offensively? That
1: the only thing I saw, in this uh, this backs up what you're saying, is I, I saw a tweet from Chris Emma from six seventy the score. I think here's their you know, a beat writer of sorts for the score. Uh, He said uh, the bears are averaging 4.5 yards per play on offense, which ranks 30th in the league ahead of only the dolphins and towel Loggins jets. I mean, that is terrible. Uh, Honestly, you know, I love Matt Nagy. I think he's a culture builder. I think he's an incredible like head coach, like CEO type. But, right. but there is a lot to be desired from his offensive scheme. And I don't know if it's him. I don't know if it's Mark Helfrich. I don't know if it's Brad Childress, the offensive consultant yeah. or what, you know, I don't know what it is, right? Like if if, yeah. if Nagy is taking too much information from too many people and he just needs to do his own thing, the bye week is a good time to get his head out of his ass. But um, I'm sick of it. The Bears offense I'm not asking them to be top five in the league, but they need to be top 16, don't they? To get to the goddamn yeah. Super Bowl? And it's driving me crazy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's the other. Yeah. You, 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 you jumped, you jumped on it there. Yeah. We're 30th in total yards, pass yards. We're 26th in rushing. I actually thought we'd be lower. We've averaging yeah. 80.6 per, per game. Montgomery is averaging 3.3 3 yards per attempt. Yeah, and we're twenty eighth in points per game. So just disgusting. Ugh. Yeah. Absolutely it's, disgusting. It's unacceptable. I mean, there's no reason we should be worse than last year. At worst we should be exactly the same, but we should be a shitload yeah. better. And I it's it's really the 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 line sucks. The offensive line sucks and our quarterback play stinks as well. But I don't know who's who's accountable for that. Is it is it Harry Heested? Is he <sighs> <laughs> is it uh i mean stop watching smut movies harry and get back and
1: <laughs> start watching some more f- actual you, football film
2: well do you think they need to shuffle things around on the line do we need to try someone else at right guard uh, you know is it it's a is fair there,
1: question right
2: i mean when long was um, out i think was that the that was a vikings game right he was out
1: yeah, 73 was in, uh, I'm blinking on his name, oh, Coward, for sure, oh, Coward, yeah. right? Yeah. And he was, was kind of awesome, but, yeah. you know, small sample size. Do I, we... I don't want to give up on Long, like you said. I love Kyle Long, and I want him to be good. He has been good. He was good last year when he was healthy. I don't know what the hell has happened to him, right?
2: Right, yeah. It, no, I think he's hurt. Let's just go with that. He's got to still be hurt, and if that's the case, they need to take him out just yeah. let him sit and just be like dude you got to get right cuz he's he's bad i mean he just he's whiffing on guys that that one uh the interception that got called back um yesterday on the screenplay his the guy he was blocking pushed him into Chase Daniel it was almost almost the same as Dalvin Cook getting pushed by Kwiatkowski last week it was very similar and it's just it's just rough to see i mean it's just not fair you know the defense is ranked fifth in total yards per game. And that was after a shitty day yesterday. Uh, they're ranked 11th against the pass, 6th against the rush. Uh, they're second, and they only get 13.8 points per game given up by the defense. And we're just, we, you know, the offense is just shitting all over that.
1: They have. Can I give you some good news to yeah. perhaps wrap up the segment and Please. we'll see if other stuff? Please do. Okay. At least... We are not the Redskins who just fired Jay Gruden and Bill Callahan is gonna be their interim head coach. Your guy Bill Callahan. Like how about that?
2: Worthless. He's so worthless. Yeah, you're you're right. That's what a shit franchise the Redskins are. There's so and that's the thing, is like I'm super bummed out, but we're so, so much better than the Dolphins, the Redskins, I'd still rather be us than the fucking Lions. Fuck you, Lions. You're not that good. You right. stink. Just go to hell. We're better than the Vikings. They stink. Yes. Kirk Cousins, yes. you suck. Um, yes. Yeah, I feel gross, but uh, we could turn it around. But it's going to be a, every game is going to be brutal this year. I think that's safe to say.
1: That is safe to say. It's a tough schedule, tough sledding the last 11 games. You know, Bears are 3-2, and By bye week, probably at a great time. Like we were saying, they will be welcoming the New Orleans Saints in a couple weeks, which yeah, the Saints look awesome with or without Breeze, so that's going to be a huge game. Um, plenty of time to get right. That's the good news. Hopefully Mitch is back. Hopefully the Bears can get their heads out of their own asses and get right back to business. They are still within striking distance in the NFC North and the NFC in general. Don't give up hope bears fans. We love the bears still, despite a disappointing Sunday, right Dan? Oh, absolutely. Love you bears bear down. This segment of zero doinks is brought to you by stitcher premiere because you are a loyal zero doinks listener. We can hook you up with a free month. Go to stitcher.com backslash premium to sign up and use promo code DOINKS, D-O-I-N-K-S, for one month free. Zero doinks. Estrogen and eggs. Estrogen and eggs.
5: Ovaries, 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 ovaries. Let's go.
4: Estrogen eggs.
1: Welcome to the first ever Estrogen in Eggs. This is very exciting. We've got Jordan Doink. We've got Kristen Doink. Of course, we have Dan and Bill here as well. Ladies, oh. how are you doing tonight?
5: Splendid. Doing great, doing great. Thanks for Whoa. asking, Bill.
1: Wow, you both sound scrumptious. A couple of <laughs> snacks we got here. Oh man, that is tremendous. So, um, it's things are things have to be rough for both of you. I want to ask you both uh, a few questions. Rough. Uh, wh- what I mean by that is living with us. Um, so, Kristen Doinks is my wife. Jordan Doinks is Dan's wife, and and somehow they've both stayed with us many years. Uh, Jordan, I want to start with you. It is shocking. Uh, (laughs) Jordan, um, how into the Chicago Bears are you?
5: I really appreciate you asking that question, Bill Doink. I would say on a scale of one to 10, my interest level is probably about a solid three and a half.
2: Oh, that's that's hard to hear.
5: (laughs) I'm really sorry, but I'm speaking my truth
1: that's uh, and it's if it's hard for Dan to hear it's double hard for me to hear and I don't <laughs> even live with you um
5: I mean I want him to win I want him to do right. well I you know I can appreciate that Dan doink loves the Bears but I just I can't sit down and watch a full game really without like it at yeah. all
1: at all can, oh, yeah. I, go ahead, Dan. Go ahead.
2: Can I jump in here? So, uh, I met Jordan back in the, uh, what feels like the early seventies. I don't think that, sure. that adds up, but, uh, we've, we've been together for quite a long time. And when we first met, uh, I found out that Jordan's father was a football coach for over 30 years, a high school football coach. So I thought, oh, hell yes. I got a sports fan on my hands. I was fucking wrong uh her family did not does not watch any sports uh they've Correct. gotten better over the years but i was dead wrong and thank god jordan was sexy and sweet
3: because
2: it was uh it's been difficult but that three and a half rating was it was shocking I'm, so are I'm you still surprised you're ah. surprised it's just hard to hear. I said I'll just interest
3: say
5: level in, in watching the okay, game okay. is the three and a half.
2: Yeah. Because okay.
5: Real Housewives might be on.
2: Oh, oh, God damn it. All right. Or
5: something that is
1: cool to watch. Oh, oh shit. Oh, that sorry. That
2: stinks.
1: That <laughs> stinks. Jordan, do you have a favorite Chicago bear of all time or no?
5: Um, Probably Devin Hester.
1: That's a good one.
3: Good yeah. one. That's a good one. I was actually game.
5: really really into watching the Bears when Devin Hester was involved cuz he was just a little By fast little meat. sexy nugget of speed.
1: Ooh. It's fun to watch. That I got to be honest. I need a new <laughs> pair of pants after that description. Um Kristen Doink. Yes. You're you're my wife and I mean what an honor that must be every day. Uh you are a Packers fan? What
0: makes I you think? Me you me can...
1: me. I know. What makes you think you can continue to live in this household?
0: Really, pretty sure the Packers are doing pretty well this year. Correct?
1: Um, you know what? Uh, my internet's broken, so I haven't looked at the standings today.
0: Mm, mm, do you, mm. Kristen?
2: Do you support speaking of Packers? Do you support Aaron Rodgers having no relationship with his family?
0: Ah, uh, you know that's a good question. It bothers me. I thought this was a Bears podcast. I feel like he's a little bit stuck up. And I feel like he, his fame's gotten to him a little bit. And, you know, the whole family thing actually does bother me.
1: What I do want to know, personally, is how much you love it when I talk about Zero Doinks 24-7 around the house.
0: Everything. Like, every conversation somehow leads back to Bill mentioning something about Zero Doinx. I I mean... We could be talking about the kids. Oh, hey, did I mention? Blah blah blah. It's so cross
5: to bear.
1: Every Yeah, is it, is it Jordan? Is that how it is in your um, house too? Y-
5: yes and no. I would say, uh, from a, a time commitment standpoint, it's it's cutting into like the children's bedtime when you guys do the podcast. I uh, I feel like I am the official sound editor of Zero Doinks because I'm responsible not only for ensuring that the doorbell doesn't ring, the dog doesn't bark, the kids don't interrupt. God forbid I get a goddamn drink of water in the middle mm-hmm. of the podcast because you might be able to hear that. So yeah, I would say it's, it's affected my life in a couple of ways of negative ways, but I'm happy. You're happy guys.
1: Oh, it sounds like it. I can feel the joy yeah. through my ears right now.
5: <laughs> I mean, I've always been pretty certain that Bill and Dan are, you know, in a pretty serious bromance and, and this, this relationship uh, mm-hmm. through zero doings has really solidified it. And, and honestly, I got to tell a little story because they made uh they made, you know, cards that have some really nice artwork on them definitely enjoy the artwork but they look fused together as if they are one person
2: and, twin uh, yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> well no probably not so this weekend my 4-year-old was rummaging around and just happened upon one of the cards and she goes <laughs> mommy <laughs> i can tell that's daddy but is that person next to him a boy or a girl
1: <laughs> that's so perfect that's exactly how I wanted the, the seven-dollar artist in Indonesia to, to to do it. It is oh, that's and ideal. I said,
5: That's Daddy's boyfriend, honey. Depends on the day if he's a boy or a girl. I'm not. I'm not sure, yep. but it, it is Daddy's lie. boyfriend.
1: No, we we are one. We are conjoined in many ways mm-hmm.
4: um, through yes, our listen, love
1: look- of the bears. We are
4: joined together <laughs>
1: exactly. as one.
5: And your love and, of hams. Oh, can whoa. we talk about the freaking hams farts, Kristen?
0: Yes.
1: Yes, do it. How do
5: you sleep with this man when they...
0: Oh, sweet Lord. I don't. It's disgusting. It's, And we don't have a fucking guest room right now. So I have no choice so but sorry. to sleep next to him. It is I'm so sorry. up nasty. Well, hey, guys, like, hams
2: is a very... A- Hams is a sponsor. Like, you so let's face? go yeah. easy on Hams and the oh. thirds are just that's just that's when you know it's working. That's no. when you know the Hams no. is slapping that night.
5: Oh god.
0: It's almost as bad as when Hams and eggs. eggs. Or
2: estrogen
1: and eggs. Estrogen and eggs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it kind of smells like egg <laughs> Perfect segue. Thank
1: <laughs> you. This is estrogen and eggs, session number one, and this will definitely be a repeat segment. Um yeah. Jordan, let's kick it back <laughs> to you. <laughs> Um, okay, Jordan, we all know the audience knows, and we've been getting a lot of people sliding into our DMs and it's been very wet. How does Dan look in tight football pants? You've seen it firsthand. How does he look? How is that rump?
5: Well, it's interesting, Bill, because that's actually what attracted me to my husband in the first place. I was what you'd call a Jersey chaser in college. So I really did enjoy the fine, fine, sweet ass that was displayed in those ISU football pants. And, and that's really what hooked me in. So I'd say it was a good then, and it's great now.
1: Ooh, Thank you. Did he, wow. Did he tell you that he was a transfer from Minneapolis or did he just kind of walk on campus like, Hey, I'm this, I'm this hot new, <laughs> you know, football pants guy. Look at me. what did he do? <laughs> How did he win you over?
5: No, he's a pretty humble human. So I had to like, dig the history out but then when i found out minnesota was involved and you know big 10 action then i was like and call me every five minutes you're my boyfriend now
1: (laughs) is that how it went down from your memory dan
2: that's pretty accurate yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah
5: I played it it's real not, cool, didn't I?
2: You, you, <laughs> yeah, like you pl- you did play real play real cool and I appreciated every second of it and still to to this day. To 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 this day? There we go. That's mm. English.
5: I didn't mm. I liked I liked you for your sweet ass, not your way with words.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank God because you would have been not together today if that were <laughs> <No>. true. Guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed. It was um, a lot of hits to the head, so cut me some fucking <laughs> slack. CTE, um, <laughs> CTE jokes. Kristen, uh, gotta, uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Dan. Jump in. Now, Kristen, have you
2: ever seen Bill in a full, uh, football uniform in any fashion? Um, keep it appropriate.
0: <laughs> no. Now, if no. you,
2: is,
1: Bill that something, uniform, is that something no. you'd be into?
0: I'm not sure that his ass is made for oh, the play. pants.
2: Oh, those are boots made for walking.
1: If I was wearing a punter's jersey,
2: probably. If you if you saw Bill in a, in a full uniform, pads, helmet, and all, what position do you think he would play?
0: Top position.
2: And I, Kristen, I, I I don't want to alarm you, but John Fox is behind you again, just humping
1: the air. That's a, a horny John Fox. <laughs> might be a callback to the. You last might not episode, have listened to episode
2: I ten. I, I
5: think I'm still on
2: episode. Just don't two. turn
1: around.
5: I'm on five. No, seven. Seven. Yeah. Oh sure. Thanks
2: oh, for showing
1: me skip. up, Jordan. Uh, I mean I
5: skipped three, four times. No. Oh, okay,
1: okay. I don't blame you. There's a lot of and, there's a lot of it, sound when issues. Nine, seven, you mean <laughs> you, you listen 30 nine.
0: seconds into seven?
5: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Were you the one that left a scathing one star review, Jordan? Was that guilty you?
5: as charged? <laughs> never. Oh, Absolutely my. never. I'm a I'm a doink, baby. Jordan Doink, I fully support this venture. Oh yeah, no percent.
2: Or is that what we call Doink fans? Doink, are they Doink babies? Oh, I think as of right now, Doink I think babies. they are. We can do better. Hey, no. Uh Just
1: yeah, just just wrote it down. Nope, too late. Just wrote it down. Oh, I'm gonna get that tattooed on my very small torso tomorrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kristen, let's
5: let. Oh, you are a lucky, oh, lucky woman.
1: What if I got a tattoo of our logo on the small of my back? How would everybody feel about that? No,
2: I'm going to step in front of this one and say, don't do that.
1: No, not at all. Different location on the body or different tattoo? Right on both nipples. (laughs) Estrogen and eggs. Um, Kristen. Let's segue from tattoos to animals. How would you you feel if I walked into our new home tomorrow with a cat named Rick Fieldsman? How would you feel about that? No,
0: you, you you wouldn't. As you know, A, I would die from my allergies. B, your child would die from her allergies. And also... We
1: don't like cats. For Rick Fieldsman, it's worth it. it. Jordan, back (sighs) to you. You know, you're, first of all, you seem very engaged. You were a little nervous coming on. Is this your first podcast experience or have you been on a different show before?
5: Um, No, it is absolutely my first podcast experience. And thanks for having me. I am a little nervous. I'm a little
1: nervous. You seem a little clammy. Yeah, a little bit. You know, I'm... I don't know if this is your first one. I thought that I heard you on a Tampa Bay Bucks podcast a few <laughs> weeks ago. So I'm going to call you a liar right to your face.
2: I like that <laughs> podcast. Isn't it
1: Buck, Buck and Good? Isn't that the name of it? Yeah, Buck, Buck and good. good. Yeah, Buck and Good. And everybody Buck dresses and like a pirate, even though you can't see them. You just trust that the hosts are wearing yeah. pirate outfits. Uh, Jordan, give us the hottest secret about Dan that nobody knows about, and don't worry, nobody's listening, the hotter, the better.
5: (laughs) Hottest secret, the hottest secret. Sometimes if I'm ignoring him because I'm working or doing things that are important, but he wants my attention, he will just walk into the room, (laughs) Porky Pig style, no pants on whatsoever, and or just take it all off full nude and just walk out and ask like a super dorky like to the point question and just stare at me whilst
3: mm-hmm.
1: naked whilst uh dan <laughs> do you have a retort uh <laughs> i wish i wish that was untrue but it's
2: not <laughs> it is very much true and Sorry for partying. Is all I could say to that. You know what? Maybe we should shift into the second part of this. Speaking of arousals, and we'll move into hot or not. I don't. We're workshopping that one, but uh, I gave good. you ladies some photographs to take a look at some uh, local local so Chicago Bears yeah. players, as well yes. as uh, a few coaches and uh, and some fans <laughs> you may know. Oh, God. So yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Give it a pick. So, I think what we want to do is we'll run through we'll run through each player. You take a quick peek. Give us some thoughts: hot or not? Uh, you good with that? Makes yeah. sense. Uh, this, this all right,
1: totally makes sense.
2: Let's do it. <laughs> all right. First one is Mitch Trubisky: hot or not? Let's start with you, Kristen.
0: Mitchell Trubisky is a not for me.
2: Oh, why not? What do you like about him?
0: Well, I mean, I don't want to crush the poor guy's soul. I know he's hurt and all, but he's just not my flavor. I don't know. Well,
5: Arms too big?
1: She likes him skinny.
0: <laughs> it's kind of the facial hair grosses <laughs> out on him. It just seems a little uncomfortable. Yeah, you're
5: right about that. The beard is a little bit in this particular picture his
0: mustache
5: looks like the captain his eyes
0: are kind of soft yeah i'm
2: gonna i'm kind of i'm gonna agree with you i feel like his mustache should connect better to his beard you really can't trust people like that for sure
0: and then he's got like he's got bad lower lip trimming going on
3: okay Okay. like
0: Uh, the chin strap a better barber you know
3: Mm -hmm.
1: but yeah how about Mm -hmm. you
0: not doing it for me
1: i still find him very hot because i loved the early 70s all
2: right i think we're i think we're cooking with gas so far let's move on to the next gentleman Uh, starting uh, right uh, guard excuse
5: me excuse me i need to retort mitch Trubisky (laughs) is very hot hot. i disagree with Kristen. i was not asked my opinion so i will assert it right now hot I think he's got a really nice smile. I like yeah. that his ears are proportionate to his head; they don't stick out. Mm. He's got a lovely hairline. I think he may wax his eyebrows, which is really confusing to me as to why the beard is so unkempt. But I would say overall he's hot.
2: Can I, I jump a, in here? I, the uh, your your attractiveness to his hair your attractiveness to his hairline uh, concerns me because I do <laughs> not have a good hairline. <laughs>
5: I was looking at you in the eyes, too, when I said it.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. No, that he's hot.
5: Sorry, Kristen, disagree.
1: Love it. Love it.
2: All right. let right, let's, Can we please move on? Can we please move <laughs> on to the bald guy now just to make myself feel better? Uh, starting right guard, Kyle Long. He's the next <laughs> gentleman on your sheet there next to Mitch Trubisky. Uh, also, uh, recently, All of America saw his penis on uh, – instagram live
1: so um uh, yeah so so factor that into your opinions when you're yeah. looking right in the face and I mean,
4: you know what has- i'll go ahead
1: i'll go ahead i'll say it
2: he's got a hammer on him good for him
0: i was just oh. gonna say i thought bill had said he was pretty well
5: hung
2: yeah he's, he's he's doing all right but jordan what do you give us your thoughts
5: as jordan goes to the googles to find the sad penis <laughs> <laughs>
2: Now, I believe you're on a work computer, so
5: mm-hmm,
0: good cautious point. about Googling good.
2: Kyle Long Penis, which actually, <laughs> that plays.
5: Kyle Long's schlong. Um, Indeed. I would say his head is kind of shaped like a tip of a penis.
3: <laughs> yeah. At
5: least in this mm-hmm. photo.
1: I've never seen one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: <You've> seen Dan's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, uh Chris,
1: Kristen, what
2: are your thoughts
0: well first thing that struck me with this particular photo was he has an expression like he's either going to murder someone or is fresh off a kill
1: he's a bit of an angry man
0: so for that I reason say, I'm
2: out. i think
5: he hot with a hat on how about that
2: oh
1: there you go that good hat. one good one okay uh yeah bill do you want to throw in a vote um i find him incredibly unattractive because i love my men with hair yeah, uh shit. <laughs> god damn it sorry dan uh let's go to the third picture on the list oh i'm sorry oh yeah sorry dan you actually didn't chime in with mitch or uh, kyle sorry we're yeah. leaving you
2: out mitch definitely hot kyle not so much he scares me so nope pass uh, uh yep That's yep fine. so uh yeah the next one's Akeem hicks star defensive tackle also canada's most eligible bachelor according to canadian magazine may have made some of that up and he also (laughs) just dislocated his elbow yesterday does he uh dislocate your vagina in any way jordan Uh, go
5: jesus christ um I would say that he, in this picture, is looking at me with a lot of judgment in his eyes. I feel like he knows I'm a basic bitch from the suburbs that has a golden doodle and three kids and drives a Honda Odyssey. So I feel for that reason, just because of his judgment, I'm going to go not hot.
2: Yeah, he is kind of a feisty dude. Like. He's kind of a shit talker when he's on local radio. Like you nailed his personality just by just by looking at him. Wouldn't you say that that was pretty accurate, Bill?
1: You nailed it, Jordan. That was incredible. Um, for the record, in this, Mayor may not sway your opinion. You basic suburban bitch. <laughs> he is. He is from. He's from Regina, Canada. Does that yeah. factor in Regina? It <laughs> is how you pronounce it for real. We have listeners in Regina, and that's not a joke.
5: Wow. Um, Nope. My answer stands. I feel judgment and I don't like it. Not hot. He here again, we have a grooming situation.
0: Okay. I like my men cleanly shaven, or if you're going to have facial hair, it's got to be pretty tight to the face. And it looks like he's got one of those taped on beards on top of a beard that can't quite grow well. Okay. And he also has really tired eyes, like take a nap. He was a little more awake. Maybe he would be kind of attractive. He's got nice lips.
2: Bill, give us a quick answer. I love a hairy face. I'm in. Yeah, it's a. I think it's a well-trimmed beard and also hot. All right. Uh, all right, next one. Khalil Mack. We all know him. Uh, I think he has a bit of a scrunched-up face sometimes, and I feel like... His eyes and his mouth and his nose are all very close to each other. It could also be the goatees pushing it in the center. This picture actually looks better, but when I see him on television, something with his face uh, looks a bit cartoonish to me. So Kristen, what do you say?
0: Well, I think I I see a little bit of what you're talking about. It kind of looks like somebody ran over his face and flattened it a little, maybe. He strikes me as a player. And I don't mean in the football sense as far as actually on the field. If I saw him if I saw him on if I wait, wait if I saw him on a Friday night at a club and I was in my twenties and I was single, I'd probably think he was pretty
5: cute. I, I mean, Khalil Mack is fine. He is very yep. hot. I think you're all crazy. I don't see any scrunched up business. Just in I his think pants. he is just a lovely human. <laughs> <laughs> And I guarantee you, if I saw him in my twenties being the aforementioned Jersey chaser, I was let him tap that ass. Will Mac would, yeah, probably. Yeah, I might let him. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Hot, okay, hot, hot, All right. hot. All right, Bill. Well, I think we got. I think we got an issue on our hands.
1: No. What about you, Dan? Do you uh I know you're attracted to him as a linebacker. Yeah. How about as a man?
2: No, that's good enough for me. Just his play on the field. Yeah, I'd definitely smash. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do see what I, I I kinda see what you and Kristen were talking about with his face though. It does seem a little like his his head seems like that scene in Beetlejuice where he's got the tiny head, but the big body, he does have a little bit of that, like not to that degree, but uh, I'd still smash. All right. Uh, We're moving along
2: here. We're uh, person number six, Eddie Pinheiro. I think he looks like a 15 year old uh, uh, high school girl, but Jordan, what do you say?
5: I mean, you pretty much took the thought bubble right out of my head. I am not a pedophile and therefore not hot.
2: He also, um, now that I'm looking at it, kind of looks similar to Bill's picture in the Zero Doinks logo a little bit. He threw some glasses on him. How about you, Kristen? I feel like you're into it since uh, he kind of looks like Bill. He
0: also looks a little constipated in this picture.
4: Y- yes, oh, on both no, accounts. I,
5: gotta... I mean, he's like a darling little guy. Like... Dan loves it when I say this, but like I just kind of want to like burp him and powder his bottom and stuff. Like he just looks like I want to swaddle
1: you. I I gotta say I gotta say to all three of you, all I I I have two words to say to you: thank you, because (laughs) because Eddie is me. I am Eddie. I'm Eddie minus the piercings. Jordan, you can swaddle me, you can burp me, you can rub powder all over my person. I'm in.
2: All right, let's keep, we're getting a little long here. Let's keep moving along. Uh, Head coach Matt Nagy is next. Give us your thoughts.
0: Yeah, I feel like back when he was younger and probably took care of himself a little more, again, with the grooming, he was probably pretty tasty. But right now I'm looking at a guy who's a little bit worn, probably has a couple kids. Probably has a wife that's all over him, and I don't mean sexually. So he's cute, but no, he's probably going to age. Kind of nice though. He's
2: got a good shape on that dome. Yeah, he
1: does. He does.
0: It's not like right. penis tip up. Yeah. Back before what was yeah. the yeah. name? Pro long. No, it's. He does have a good shaped dome. His ears look a little small though. It's cool. If I'm being okay. nitpicky though.
1: That is, you are picking nets right there, Jordan. I am. <laughs> I am just eager to hear your opinion on Matt Nagy and his rectum like dumb. Oh,
5: boy. I would say he looks like 85% of the dads in the drop-off line at my uh, kids' school. Uh, So I'm not saying that that's not hot. I mean, to each their own, but uh, he just looks like like a nice guy that... I want to set up a play date with for my children, but not myself.
0: Not exactly exciting yeah. in the bedroom. And I also would prefer that he doesn't button up all yeah, the Yeah, let the those top.
5: chesticles hang with out a little button. bit, Nagy.
0: Yeah, because sometimes a little oh. chest hair is sexy, but... Correct.
1: Yep. You're right. That is a fact. so So is a third um, nipple. Yeah, go ahead, Dan. Yeah, uh, it I'm is. I'm going to go... It made me you, a four. Was very
2: actually the uh, the suburban dad look was pretty accurate. He looks like a million people that we all know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm gonna say hot just because he has a nicely shaped head. Like I said before, so
0: respect that, Bill. Bill,
2: how about
1: you? Yeah, no, I'm saying hot because he refuses to run the ball in the bedroom. He goes long all of the time. <laughs> this has been an incredible estrogen and eggs. I'll be honest. I'm not sure. that I don't think the FCC is in charge of podcasts, but if they are, we're all getting arrested. And I can't wait to share a prison cell with all three of you. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, Kristen, for joining us. Thank you, Dan, of course, for being present on the lower level. We appreciate it. We love you. Love you guys.
5: Thank you so much. Love you guys. See
1: you next segment. Do you have a bear that you fantasize about every Sunday? So do we. It's Bears Fantasy Corner.
3: Do not, do not, do not, do not, do
1: zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero
3: doinks. Zero doinks.
1: Bears fantasy corner wow great advice that both Dan and I gave you last week we told you to just hump the Bears tight ends and if you listen to us you might have lost your week in fantasy football we apologize but this week things are going to get hot but Dan wants to give a quick recap of week five in the NFL fantasy wise Dan take it from here
2: I love the thought of someone using that like Trey Burton in the tight end spot and then using Shaheen in the flex spot. That's probably scored you maybe three points max combined. Just trash. Come on, Bears, grow up. All right, best performers of the week. What do you want to give it a guess? No, I don't. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for playing. Uh Deshaun Watson's the top with 57 fantasy points. That that kind of hurts. Uh, Aaron Jones ran all over the Cowboys yesterday with 44 points. Christian McCaffrey and Will Fuller, Fuller Fowler, Will Fuller. Does it go by William or Willis? I think Willis. Willem. Uh 43 fantasy, 40 <laughs> 43 fantasy points for those two fucks. Um, you know, good for all them. Those are those are a boring set of uh top performers. The worst, uh, was uh, we had a tie for the worst Corey Clement, who's the uh, I'm blanking the old Cubs pitcher, uh, Matt Clement. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the yes. <laughs> real Pudge left it.
2: Corey Clement had negative two points, and then DeAndre Carter, do you know who that is?
1: You made that up,
2: negative two points. I think he's um. Texans wide receiver. I don't know. Uh, and then the Jets quarterback, Luke Falk, who has just a touch of mono himself, and uh, was just below zero. It was negative 0. .25 points in our fantasy league. Who cares how it's scored? Shut up if you're going to bitch about it. Shut up. You shut your mouth. He went 15 of 26 for 120 yards. Two interceptions and threw in a fumble. They played um, I don't remember. Eagles? Nope. Ye- I don't remember. Eagles?
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think so, actually. Yeah. Yeah,
2: the Jets stink. Adam Gase coked out of his mind on his third quarterback. No. Yeah. Towel
1: Loggins calling all Towel- sorts
2: oh. of bullshit calls. How did we lose to those fuckers last year? Um, so that's what I got. Best and worst. That's it was a real boring set of players as a whole maybe i'm just bitter still from the bears game but i uh, look that up i was just like ah, these these guys this is no fun
1: no i don't blame you but uh, you know what zero doings audience uh first of all interact with us at zero doings now we're in 30 plus states and 10 plus countries throughout the uh, the world that's accurate um i have a camp miss this week for you this guy he's he's had a bit of a run of bad luck um But I feel this is going to be his week to break out. I know the Bears have a bye. This is Bears Fantasy Corner. Let me just give you a taste of former Bears Fantasy Corner. If I were you, I would take a run at free agent wide receiver Cam Meredith. Now, he was was released by the Patriots on October 1st. And you know what happens when Patriots get released, right? They get scooped up by... Other teams across the league, they think Bill Belichick made a mistake here. I am going to grab this guy, and I'm going to start him immediately. So I feel like, get ahead of it, guys. Your league is not thinking about Cam right now. Cam Meredith's a great guy, went to ISU, used to be a quarterback. We all know that. Blew out his knee for the Bears. We all know that painfully. And as David Haas said, when the Saints grabbed him, it was the big uneasy in Chicago at Hallis Hall. Let's grab him. (laughs) Let's start him. He will score 22 points for whoever, whatever franchise is going to snag him this week. Cam Meredith, my pick to click. What about you, Dan?
2: Uh, I like that pick. That's pretty good. Um, he won't be in the negative, I feel like. So we may not talk about him again. Uh, I, a few weeks ago, unorthodox for us, since our league doesn't do defenses, I took the Bears defense and they were fucking awesome. So I'm gonna throw another curveball at you, and I'm gonna go ahead and take a kicker. And you know who I'm gonna take?
3: No, I don't.
2: Rumored to be newly Tennessee Titans kicker, Cody Parkey. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Just as a fuck you to everybody, I'm gonna take Cody Parkey as my click to pick. He's gonna oh kick, god. uh, five field goals all over fifty. He's also gonna hit the uprights no less than three times. And he's gonna point to God. So that's eight kicks. Uh eight times. Maybe nine. Maybe because they won't they won't score any touchdowns. So he won't kick any extra points. No, it's the Titans. And he did Titans. Yeah, Vrabels. Very anti um touchdowns.
1: <laughs> right. Right.
2: They got uh, their kicker right.
1: I'm gonna feel dumb if I have the wrong team. I'll be honest, not a big Titans research guy. I'm a little behind, but I, I trust your judgment here. Yeah, Nashville's fun, though. You ever been to Nashville? I've not been. It's on my bucket list, which sounds extreme because it's a quick drive, so it shouldn't really be on the bucket list versus like, you know, Paris or something like that. But uh, no, you've been a few times, right? Yeah, I have. It shocks me you've
2: never been there because of your um your country music band. What's the name of that again? Uh, it's called Ron's Jockstrap. Yeah, they're great. They're great. I can't wait to see you guys again. Um but I feel good about the parky pick. He's uh he's an asshole and I hate him. And judging by my track record with Shaheen, he's gonna have a terrible game. So I'm just throwing Dan's curse to click.
1: I like it. No, oh. that okay that had a ring to it. Yeah, right. it really did. What do you think? You know, this all reminds me of Hawk Harrelson. Uh, what do you think he's doing right now? Like, literally, right now, what is he doing? He's definitely drunk. He probably has an eye
2: patch on the... Uh, he had an eye patch, right, at one time? Yeah, this time he's got it on his good eye, for reasons unknown. Um, wearing three pairs of pants, because he's, you know, you just shut him like a snake once you just start shitting in him. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I got nothing else. I don't, I don't care for Hawk Harrelson.
1: I'm a Cubs fan. So how about you? I, uh, you know, my assumption is that he died three years ago and, you know, the white Sox organization has just been honoring him for no reason. Um, that's just a thought. Uh, Jerry Reinsdorf, whenever, he likes somebody he builds a statue and um that's a bit of a problem when you go to us cell or guaranteed rate field as it's known now and you walk in the concourse and you're tripping over you know an ozzy gian statue or you know harold baines statue which by the way the harold baines statue says more than the actual harold baines he has the personality of a pile of rocks um so I can only assume that Hawk Harrelson will have his own statue three years after he's died, and I believe I just said that he died three years ago. So opening day 2020, <laughs> Hawk true. Harrelson Trophy uh, slash Statue Day.
2: So were you saying the last few years they were doing a weekend at Bernie's with, uh,
1: with Hawk? they were and i wish it was weekend with bernie williams because that would have been a great signing that the Sox could have yeah. done 15 years ago and won multiple championships yeah he hell of a, a oh, great player
2: good good bass player too from what i understand right
1: pretty good at jazz which i think nashville's known for right big jazz town
2: mm-hmm, that's right jazz around the clock just jazz into the oldies uh yeah. no that um, makes sense
1: that sounded incredibly wrong and very red to be of you uh, <laughs> so we uh we don't
2: have a bears game to pick this week with the lines um to lose you some more money i'm currently 1 in 4 picking bears games Ugh, gross and you are 2 in 3 so just slightly better than i yes but Let's uh, we're, so for this week, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna pick a game for you, and you give us, you give us this. Oh, here we go. Hit uh, me. speaking of uh, of uh, Nashville, the Titans are at Denver, Denver's favored by two and a half points. The over under is 39. You could take the over under or uh, the lines Denver minus two and a half go.
1: Well. I think it's it, it's known nationally when the Titans go on the road, especially in a high altitude. You do not bet against Delaney Walker and the Tennessee Titans. I'm going plus two and a half Titans. They're going to win outright. They're going to cover, and the Titans are going to go. What oh, are they going to be three and three after the week? I'm not. I'm not sure. I feel like they'd be three and three. Right? they will be three Titans and three. Lost. Two and a half. How about you? What say you? Um, Yeah, that's pretty
2: good. I'm just looking up now to make sure I have. Yep, Titans are going to sign them. Okay. Whew, really dodged a bullet there. Um, I'm going to say I'm not going to do that game. Can I do a different one? Yes. yeah. <laughs> Let's
3: do a different one. <laughs> Let's
2: mix it up here. Riveting. Yes. Uh, All right. I'm going to pick Titans. That's well, two and a half Bengals at um, the Ravens. Oh. Bengals I think Owen five future bear. Andy Dalton will be playing in that game. The over unders 48. I'm going to take the under under 48
1: sucker, bet. absolute <laughs> sucker. I'm the king of bet.
2: sucker bets. Why is it 48 Is Baltimore going to put up 49 themselves? Cause
1: yeah. Joe Mixon is going to run circles around the Ravens D and it's going, it's going. So yeah, I'm going, okay, let's do an over versus under bet. I'm going over. I think the total, uh, I, I, I'm, I feel like Rick Fieldsman is sending me this number right now. The uh, 58, it's going to be 58 total points. Even
2: over. Yes. All right. Do you want me to take another one? I'm so confused right now. We're just taking no, another. You, you
1: already took me under. Well,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, throw out one more. It's right. right, well, another. right. I'll go opposite Real you as well. I'll take... Uh, wait, what'd you take? You took Denver?
1: I took... No, I took the Titans plus two and a half. And then over in the Ravens Bengals. All right.
2: And I'll take Denver minus two and a half. Why not? Vic Fangio is on a roll, baby. One Whoa. and Three four uh one and four i have a question who in the hell's watching tennessee and denver in that 330 slot N-
1: nobody around here right eric church he's a singer right Country guy I, yeah i think so something about like a uh, like a ball that hits a wall and blow i don't know it's like a real sexual song
4: i've seen the uh, lyrics oh
1: he sings that song
4: Take me to church, her potato, booted, boo. I'm in a church.
1: Is that it? It. I think you nailed it verbatim. Is that song about him? I think not. No, he he's never been to church. Okay. Um. Well,
2: fuck off, Eric Church. Cody Parkey's your kicker. So get ready for a
1: wild ride. Did you pick a third game or are we, are we done with the AFC? Narrative? I don't know.
2: <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to pick any Let's, more games. We stick Our records. Are I want be you worse. to
1: recap. I want, I want you to recap the segment. I really do. I can't wait for your recap.
2: All right. Okay. So you picked Cam Meredith, uh, click to pick. I, I picked Cody. Partey. Not on a roster. Not on a roster. Actually, technically, neither one of them are on a roster as of this moment. Uh, of course, we both love John Lithgow. <laughs> um, Auto Trader, keep up the good work. That's not a click to pick. Just wanted to talk about Auto Trader. You, you did you go over fifty-eight
1: points on? Raven? Fifty-eight on the button. It's going to hit fifty-eight on the button.
2: So over forty-eight for you. I went under. You took the Titans plus two and a half. I took Denver minus two and a half. Um, Somehow Harold Baines is playing into this somehow.
1: Um, I'm also, I'm minus uh, one and a half of how many razors Vic Fangio has in his fanny pack to shave his very soft face.
2: Yes. Yes, that's right. Gautier. Did he sing that church song? He did. Or
1: they did. Is it a he or a them? I I still don't think that's right, but Go around the (laughs) church. I have a Eucharist. I don't know. I don't know what the words were.
2: I feel like I don't like Eric Church. I don't know who he is. I don't like that name. We're not anti Jesus. This has been right. Let's clarify. Um You don't like Eric's, I think, is what I'm understanding. A K at the end or a C, that's gonna play a part in it.
1: I think, honestly, I think it, he spells it with an X at the end. Eric's. <laughs> I do. Right, okay. That's just right. just when I, I was know. googling Eric's earlier today, I stumbled across that.
2: Some about yeah, some about Eric Church. I don't like. I don't know him. I don't like you, but you're. <laughs> I'm sure you and Cody Park, will become fast friends while you're at Robert's Western World on Broadway, slugging down some cheap hams. Ooh, hams. Thanks for sponsoring. Ooh, thank but,
1: you. Uh, Eric Church, go to hell. Stay off. Stay off my hams. Stiff dance hams, and you stay on my bucket list. See you next segment. This has been Bears Fantasy Corner yes it's see me after class this week's spotlight shines on mike mulligan A staple. yes <laughs> see me after class my friends don't even know who you are my friends don't even know who you are my friends don't even see me after class
2: this is see me
1: after class I won't, David. I won't. Shit-stirring troll, a passive-aggressive tweeter, and just a complete weird. See me after class!
2: Bingo! Welcome back to Zero Doinks. After a somewhat serious smack last week, I'm very interested to see where Bill takes things this week on Zero Doinks.
1: Bill, lay it on us. Thank you, Dan. Another... Super warm welcome. I really appreciate it every week. It might be my highlight. This week's spotlight shines brightly on the Chicago Sun-Times' Rick Morrissey. Yes. Rick has underwhelmed Chicago sports newspaper readers since 2000, when he left Denver's Rocky Mountain News to join the Chicago Tribune. Rick moved his way up the totem pole at the Trib, earning exclusive In the Wake of the News status until September 2009, when the Tribune promoted the rubber-faced David Haw to join Rick in a co-lead columnist role. I didn't blame Rick for feeling stung and for packing his bags to take over Jay Mariotti's role at the Sun-Times in December of 2009, where he has since traded off writing largely forgettable columns along with oft-concussed co-lead columnist rick Tellander, rick morrissey's columns regarding all of our local sports teams have ranged from dull to wrong to flat out weird here are a handful of examples march 13th 2016 quote this is a headline i'm going to give a little bit of a flavor after the headline you know me by now Quote, look out for Michigan State, especially after NCAA seeding insult, unquote. Five days later, the Spartans lost by nine to Middle Tennessee State in the opening round. April 26, 2017. Do the Bears have the stomach for using top pick on a QB, unquote? Pick Trubisky one day later. June 5, 2016. I mixed up the dates here. I apologize. White Sox make the right move by acquiring James Shields. Uh, Shields famously was dealt from the Padres for possible National League Rookie of the Year, Fernando Tatis Jr. Wrong again, Rick. (laughs) May 10th, 2017. Quote, Jerry Reinsdorf's aversion to trading with Cubs makes total sense. Unquote. Morrissey said... Also in this in this incredible column, he said, "Quote: No way the Sox will trade Jose Quintana to his crosstown rival." <laughs> so two months, almost to the day, the Sox traded Quintana to the North Side for Eloy Jimenez, Dylan Cease, at all, and we all know this. And amazing, Rick. God, you are the opposite of a crystal ball. November six, two thousand seventeen. Quote: Hoping, praying for Jim Harbaugh as Bears' next head coach. Unquote. Nope. Thank God. June 2018, quote, Bulls should draft Michael Porter Jr., unquote. The week of the draft, he wrote that he hasn't played a game in the NBA since March 4th, 2019, quote, Bears should dream big and go after talented, high-maintenance Antonio Brown, unquote. Nothing really needs to be said about that. Uh, he also had a March 12th, 2019 article floating the idea that the University of Illinois should have an otter as their mascot. That, that's not a joke. That's no a way. Cool. That's not real. He did. No, no, it is. is real. Look it up. Look <laughs> it up. Now, all of those things are ridiculous, right? But the thing that catches my attention more than any of that buffoonery are the 32, yes, 32 hand-wringing articles that Rick has written about Mitch Trubisky since the 2018 offseason. 32, that is just beyond weird. In scanning these scrolls over the last two years, Rick likes to try and convince his audience that he is purely on the fence about Mitch, and he's not made up his mind yet. After Mitch threw for 355 yards passing and three scores against the Lions last year, Rick defended Mitch while ripping into former field general manager and current blowhole and Patriots strumpet the athletic Mike Lombardi, saying that, quote, it's interesting that Mike Lombardi couldn't seem to find his flamethrower after Trubisky had thrown three touchdown passes, unquote. Well, there's no washy without the wishy. And Rick has turned as windsocky as the aforementioned Jay Mariotti. Enter Rick's two, uh, 2019 September 30th column headline, quote, What if Chase Daniel, not Mitch Trubisky, gives the Bears the best chance of winning the Super Bowl this year? Unquote. Now, let's leave aside the fact that Mitch's shoulder injury and the ensuing Bears win over Minnesota that the mere idea of this column is the lowest possible hanging fruit available for media and fans alike, right? Everyone acknowledged how solid Chase was in relief of Mitch against Minnesota, and he was just that. Solid. He's a solid backup. We saw it last year when Chase led the Bears to victory over the Lions on Thanksgiving as we were all shoving turkey down our gullets. And then we saw his limitations the following week when the Bears traveled to New York and lost to the woeful Giants. Mitch then returned from injury. He led the Bears to four straight victories over the Rams, the Packers, the 49ers, and the Vikings. And then he led the Bears to the Eagles' 25-yard line with 10 seconds to go. And, well, this podcast was born. Look. I don't want to make this seem like I'm bashing Chase Daniel. That's not fair. But when Rick Morrissey penned the following statements between the Vikings and the Raiders games, it made me want to puke. Quote, Chase looks so much more confident with the ball in his hands than Trubisky does. His throws are more accurate. He he sees the field better. The offense works better with him on the field. Unquote. Rick then says, quote, I know the idea of sticking with Daniel Smacks of Panic. It feels slightly amateurish in the way that one-game overreactions sometimes do, unquote. Well, you know what, Rick? When you had that thought, you should have deleted the stupid column and taken a cold shower, you humdrum-pasty middle-aged bastard. Only the truly myopic wanted to drum up an actual quarterback controversy after that Vikings game. And Rick was one of those half-wits, which, after perusing his terrible work for 20 years, should not be a surprise to anyone. So now that we've seen Chase and the offense sputter against a painfully mediocre Raiders defense to the tune of two horrific picks, plus one more called back due to a roughing the passer, can you do us a favor, Rick? Please, I beg of you, drop your obsession with Mitch and... Go back to your other fetish and write your 15th column about you, Darv. But before you do, Rick Morrissey, see me after class. The Big Ten Minute.
3: Hey, it's Blake Cashman here, linebacker with the New York Jets, former linebacker at the University of Minnesota. And I just want to say congratulations to Bill and Dan on their podcast, Zero Doinks. I love that name. That When I saw it pop up on my phone, I'm like, that now right there, that is a podcast name. Already a big fan. But seriously, congratulations, you guys. I love podcasts. Uh, I listen to them myself. Uh, so keep uh, doing that as long as you enjoy it. And, hey, Dan, big Gopher fan. Bill, Illinois fan. Was there some tension there this week? Because, you know, it's my understanding that it's Gopher homecoming. We're taking on Illinois. Uh, in TCF Bank Stadium, the Gophers are about to roll over Illinois to improve to 5-0. and I can't wait to watch it. I'm going to be tuned in. Let's go, Gophers, man. Dan, I'm with you cheering uh, them on. And if you need uh, me to give Bill any more crap, I will. Because go, Ghosts, baby. Row the boat.
2: Oh, wow. That was super nice by former Gopher and recently drafted New York Jet Blake Cashman. What an absolute sweetheart. He sent that to us before the game last week. So I'm sure those encouraging words help the Gophers beat the absolute shit out of your Illini on homecoming. They rode the goddamn boat all over lovey's stupid stupid beard i i i'm a lovey fan i i shit on him a lot but he's a sweetheart uh any thoughts about the game last weekend
1: yeah um i was uh painting my porch while watching the game uh and i was bitter mm-hmm. um i had uh you know i was thinking about blake cashman all weekend probably not unlike most of america and um, <laughs> i did appreciate all of his kind words about zero doings he has a lot of confidence in zero Doinks, you know catching hot yeah, fire which i don't blame him because yeah. you follow us at zero Doinks, and you know on twitter and instagram we can interact um uh, by the way i i do have a fan of the fan of the week that we'll get to in, on the outro but um okay. anywho The game was rough. It was close at halftime. The Gophers injured starting quarterback, Brandon Peters. I'm already losing his name because I'm losing interest. Um, and the Gophers took it straight to the Illini in the second half, and it it was not close. They honestly, the Gophers could have beat Illinois by forty plus, and I feel like he pumped the brakes. What say you about that, Dan?
2: Ah, uh, well, I didn't get a chance to see any of it because I was in Bumblefuck, Indiana, at a camp uh, with oh. two of my daughters. And can we talk about
1: that? Let's talk about that. Actually, yes, okay. if if you're comfortable, I, I saw you. Uh, you know, to be square with the audience, I saw Dan this morning, and uh, Monday morning. This is Monday, and he looked rough. And I did not ask him about his experience at Indian Princess Camp. Dan, how was it? It
2: was. Um, I'll, I'll first. I'll say my my daughters had an awesome time. They got to ride Good. horses. They got to shoot bow and arrows, archery. I think is the Proper okay. way to say that uh rowing rowing the boat I rowed the boat uh I was in a nice little canoe, so those are the those are the nice parts. weather was beautiful uh, it was a, it's a nice little nice little area not too far from West Lafayette indiana uh mm-hmm. but there's no cell service can't watch any football it and you have to sleep on these bunk beds that I would compare to you know like you know when they bring the the board out for football players when they're they've injured their neck you know what I'm talking about I do I imagine I've never been on (laughs) I've never been on one of those but I imagine that's what it feels like you know I wake up and this is this is now my fourth camp out and I have roughly twelve hundred more, I think, uh in my future. But I wake up to go uh take a leak in the middle of the night and I I want to look at the time and I every time I'm like, please, I hope it's like eight in the morning. I need this to be over with. I need this night to be and then I looked and it was two thirty in the morning and I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I gotta just power through this for another few hours. It it's I don't I don't it's fine. I don't want to sound like too big of an asshole.
1: It doesn't sound fine, Dad. It doesn't, it doesn't sound
2: matter. great. But on the plus side, the the other dads that I drove down with, we all agreed the day before that we needed to hustle back before the Bears game. So I made it back in time to actually see the game live. So that was a plus because I was very concerned I was going to miss it. But um blech. So by the time, about the time, probably Brandon. How were the eggs? uh, How many Peters did we have? Oh, the eggs were awful. I didn't eat them. I didn't eat them at all. They were, they looked fucking disgusting. Uh, the food was terrible. The food was beyond terrible, and (laughs) it's all it. I'm an avid indoorsman, so I have no business doing any of this shit. But it was. I'm glad it's over with. That's all I'll say.
1: That's okay. Um, yeah, Brandon and all of his Peters, when he got knocked out of the game and met Robinson, the redshirt freshman took over for Peters in the second half because the Bears' uh, true freshman, Isaiah Williams, who might actually be good, was hurt. He didn't you, even make you, trip the trip to Minneapolis. Did you see the Bears? Watch- I think you call Who? us in the
2: Bears, the Illini. Don't oh, put did I? oh Jesus on the Bears.
1: My apologies. Too many hams on a Monday. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't put. Yeah, I do not want to conflate or confuse the Bears for the Illini. The Illini are in, in horrible shakes. They are two and three overall, zero uh, uh, oh and two in the Big Ten. And okay, so anyway, enough about the Illini. Okay.
2: Who are the no, Gophers no, playing? We're the gonna, no, let's we're going to stick oh, with the Illini. Let's damn just it, stay out damn of it. Your- you're one in five on the year, by the way. Whoops. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you're too loyal to your Illini. That's the biggest problem. They are at home this week. I believe it's homecoming, right? If it is horrible scheduling yeah. by Illinois, yeah. right? To host Michigan. They're getting 20 and a half points against Michigan at home. Champaign. I keep wanting to call it Assembly Hall, but I know that's basketball. Memorial Stadium. That's it. Nailed it. Bump. Bump. Who do you like?
1: You know what, Dan, when, when Lovey has his back against the wall, (laughs) you can do nothing but ride him. And I am going to absolutely take Illinois plus 20 and a half. I'll be honest. I think they might win outright. If I was a money line player (laughs) this week and gambling was legal in the state of Illinois, I might ride Illinois. Although we talked about that earlier with, Iowa Tim, it wouldn't be allowed, so I have to go, you know, elsewhere to bet that. Um, anyway, Illinois, plus 20 and a half at home. Memorial right. Stadium, I'm taking it. Homecoming or not, Illinois, I'm riding them. I don't what hate it. you. Uh, I, 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 I see the Gophers that. are playing Nebraska this week, yeah, right? Gophers at home, and they are
2: ranked i think in one of the polls 25th and the other one they're like be. 26th but they're okay. they're riding high right now five and zero, which feels weird i don't i don't think that's happened since the 40s when they were winning national championships uh but i'm three two and one on the season so i'm above 500 at this point which i'm sure i won't ruin at all with my shitty picks uh but gophers are giving seven and a half to nebraska this week as much as I'd love to take the Gophers, I'm actually going to take Nebraska. I feel like the Gophers are going to win a close one, maybe with a field goal at the end, very Eddie Pinheiro like. Uh, but I'm going to take Nebraska plus seven and a half. I don't. I'm not super proud of it, but that feels like the smart play. So Gophers
1: win, but do not cover. Bingo. So they would be six and zero and bowl eligible. How would you feel if they went six and six? They rattled off six wins and then six straight loss. Would that be very Minnesota or would that not be on brand? Uh,
2: not really. That feels like a Michigan State thing for some reason. I feel like that's their move. No, I don't know. I don't know what to feel right now because their schedule after this is not horrible. I think they have like Maryland at home uh they might have Rutgers in there somewhere they're tough games I think they're at Iowa Um, uh, they have Wisconsin at home and I think they have Penn State at home so like it's not an awful stretch it's just kind of funny how it laid out there but I don't know they're gonna lose one of these these they're gonna lose a game they shouldn't lose probably to Maryland I think Maryland's taken it to them a few times but um
1: I don't know it's weird Roll the boat do they have do you think you know if you you wake up tomorrow you look at yourself in the mirror and obviously you see a handsome man with you know maybe less hair than than you wish he had but do you see <laughs> a future uh, big 10 championship bout in Indianapolis in your future what do you see mm, mm probably not <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect that's perfect
2: that's that that, just i mean the touch yeah, oh, I'm, yeah i'm pretty realistic i mean they're no probably not i mean i mean wisconsin's pretty awesome they that's going to be the last game of the year i don't know what their schedule oh they did they lose i don't know i don't um, know I'm too worried about the bears right now, but
1: not a big, big 10 guy.
2: <laughs> we do the big 10 segment every week. Um, we just talk mostly fucking gophers and I We're probably the only two people in America or the world for that matter, who give a shit about those two teams, uh, and, and on a podcast, but, um,
1: no, I don't see it. it would be fun though. You know what I see in your future? I see you flying to Pasadena. The Gophers are playing maybe Oregon. I'm not sure who's playing well in the Pac-12. You are rowing the boat completely nude at the Rose Bowl parade on ABC Live. You get arrested, and you get thrown in the clink. I can't wait for it. I... Mark me down. If they go to the Rose Bowl, I will do all of that. Everything you
2: just described. I make that well, promise now. On zero. I'm gonna
1: make a promise to you. <laughs> I am absolutely not bailing you out. I'm not gonna do it.
2: I don't I wouldn't survive a day in jail. No way. Zero
1: bail. <laughs> zero bail. And this has been the big ten minutes. Zero Doinks. We're going to close this out hot.
2: Row the boat. Zero Doinks is, of course, brought to you by Ham's Beer. We are going to wrap up episode 11, and I think it's gone great. It might be very long, so thank you for sticking around this long. Um, you shitty week with the bears and we got to wait two weeks now to get this stink off of us, but we'll have some good stuff for you next week. We'll preview going into the saints game. Um, thank you hams for all that you do for not only myself, bill zero doinks, but for the country and for the world. And to say thank you, I do have an ad this week that we will hear after this, right, Bill?
1: That is correct. You are going to recognize some of our newest listeners across this beautiful blue globe of ours. Um, I do want to recognize also i'm gonna I'm gonna start a fresh new segment here in the outro fan of the week, uh Phil Fink of Indiana. You've recently joined Twitter. And God bless you for doing that. Uh, you wrote us, you know, you sent us a message. You said, quote, I'm from Indiana, and I absolutely love the way you poke fun at the state of Indiana, unquote. You had a few other things in there about, you know, how some Hoosiers do meth and heroin. But, you know, we'll we'll leave that one to the authorities. But, Phil, thank you for having a sense of humor. It's not personal when I go after the Hoosiers I get triggered because as an Illini fan I hear the word Hoosier and I think oh my god Ben's basketball I hate the Hoosiers Steve Alford uh, Calbert Chaney you know whatever I get triggered I don't know if Dan has any other thoughts about the state of Indiana yeah,
2: yeah I do I was yeah. just there this weekend uh I do have a question uh maybe this is for Phil is this Phil senior yeah. it's not Phil senior no
1: no this is Phil Fink
2: Phil and I'm directing it maybe at you bill as well to get your thoughts but we stopped on our way home from this camp i spoke of earlier in something called a hobart indiana made up and we stopped in a gas station right off of highway 65 and my daughter went into the gas station without socks and shoes on uh, to use the bathroom Just curious, uh, Phil's thoughts and also you, Bill, should I take her to a doctor to get some type of vaccination or something? Because that feels it felt like bad parenting at the time, Um, but I feel like a, a northwest Indiana gas station holds extra viruses on their bathroom floors. What do you think?
1: Did you see any Bears gear for sale? That would be my question. If, if you did, uh, that factors into the equation. Did you?
2: No, it was, no, it was just a whole rack mm-hmm. of NASCAR stuff. Mm-hmm. So,
1: okay. So I would say if, it, if it wasn't your daughter, I would, I, I'm not a doctor. I'm certainly not an ER, you know, nope. nurse or whatever, but I would normally vote in this situation for immediate amputation. Um, Mm -hmm. Because it's your daughter, I think you're fine. The Dan Doinks gene is very strong, and your daughter is going to be fine. Don't panic. Absolutely don't panic. Everything will be great. Um, Do you feel irpy, or do you feel confident that everything's fine? I
2: expect, uh, I've checked her feet a few times. I expect it to look like Antonio Brown's feet, uh, from hard knocks so far. We're good. So I, I don't know if maybe once I get past Wednesday, I'll think we're out of the woods on that one, but, um, I'm nervous. So Phil could use some thoughts and prayers. If you got something for me, a remedy of sorts for a barefoot gas station action, that would be, that would be very helpful.
1: Yeah, we would appreciate that, Phil. I mean, it seems like you might have joined Twitter to interact with us, which is obviously the greatest move that you could have made and the greatest move that we could have received as the 22nd most popular Bears podcast in the United States. Um, Top 25. Like the Gophers. Yeah, top 25. (laughs) Exactly. Row the boat. Um, So thank you, Phil, for your generous uh conversations on twitter uh thank you earl martin also for absolutely shooting us a lot of hotlines thank you to all of our friends for listening including kevin in florida who uh, played a lot of the hot guitar on the on the bumper riffs that you're hearing? Uh, I have not given him enough props, and um, you know, thank you to all of our listeners in general. Dan, do you have any final thoughts on this episode number eleven of Zero Dying? Uh
2: Yeah, thank you to our wives for estrogen and eggs. It's getting late. I've, uh, I've had a few hams. Uh, thank you to those lovely ladies. Yeah. Thank you to everybody. I love you all. Thanks for sticking around and you know, the bear season is going to get better. We're good. We're fine. I feel better. Zero doinks. Thank you once again to hams for sponsoring zero doinks and thank you to our new listeners out in Norway, Sweden and Finland, the Scandinavian area. Very, very nice from what I hear to say, thank you. I'm going to do a hams ad in Norwegian. So bear with me. Here it goes.
4: Hello nice gatte wische leter har du hort alm hams haday do hams ved all lilyhammer 1994 hvis du ikike keepd med hams la meg mel deg at edver blind du sitter rundt bord Og spitzer, lit grov lutefisk og dusketir, favert Din Nardu når du da du a torste in ton dabil toren, etter et S het mod, mot, nede I aslo. Det enste som kan gjør, den ek vil de en iskald hem, borsk son og boskene den og prog, vajon hams hon de as I dag.
2: Yeah, I think I nailed that one. Uh, for our English-speaking listeners, uh, what I just said there is hello, hello, new Scandinavian listeners. Have you heard of hams? Did you have hams at the nineteen ninety-four Lilyhammer Olympics? If you're not familiar with hams, let me paint you a Edvard Munch-like picture. You're sitting around the table eating some gross lutefisk, discussing your favorite fjord. I think I said that right. When you're realizing you're thirstier than Tone W. Torin after a red-hot storting meeting down in Oslo. The only thing that can make this evening better is an ice-cold hams. Brush the snow off your trousers and pick up some fucking hams at your local Scentsia AS today. Well, that was fun. Thank you, hams. Thank you to our Scandinavian listeners. I think I nailed the accent as well. You won't even know that I'm American. Uh, But thank you, hams. Thank you, zero doinks. And just thank you, bears. Bear down, hams.